Hello there. No, we're not going to just speed past like you just didn't do that. I want everybody to know on the podcast. JP goes, ready? And I go, yeah. And then he just slaps my leg. And then he starts and goes, hello there. No. Hello there. Why did you hit me? General Kenobi. What? Why did you hit my leg? I, I didn't hit your leg. You did. No, you're just trying to make me look bad. It's a weird intro, I'll tell you that. It was to make sure you were staying focused. Like oh. you, had to, you had to be... Okay. So we're going to yeah, restart yeah, yeah. this. Ready? Yeah. Hello there. General Kenobi. No, it's General <laughs> Kenobi. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just living in a little bit of fear now because I didn't know my co-host could just punch me in the leg. Apparently, you don't have some good Optimus Prime, not Optimus Prime, <laughs> General Grievous impersonation. I, I do, I do. Throw it to me again. Hello there, General Kenobi. I could be Obi-Wan Kenobi. Wh- wait, why didn't you even compliment? Who does that? Who says, you don't have a good uh, 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 General Grievous? And then you make me do the voice, and then the first thing after I do my best impersonation, you go, I could be Obi-Wan. Like, you complimented yourself! All I'm saying is Ian McGregor is going to be out of a job. (laughs) Why would you compliment? So far you've hit me and then complimented yourself after you've disrespected my thing. And I feel very little guilt about it. That's all right. Uh, Welcome to our podcast, No Point. Where we talk about everything, anything, and nothing all at the same time. It's pretty impressive. I'm your host, Chippy Bree. Uh, uh, you've asserted so much dominance in that one sentence. And I'm here with my audio technician. <laughs> oh, oh, now an audio technician. Well, let me just have you know that I would be very bad at that job. I'm also the host. Can I say that? No, I feel like you've taken the host job. Fine. I'm here. I'm Francis. And we are brothers um, and TikTokers. Well, I, 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 we don't know for how much longer, but uh, at the moment we are We're TikTokers. TikTokers. I like it. Um, this is our podcast, and if you're new here, uh, welcome. We love to have you. We're growing each and every single week, and we are so grateful for that. Um, if this is your first episode you're ever listening to and you really like this episode, you should go back and listen to our past episodes once you're done. Maybe because I you think it like would explain those. all this. I think it would explain the intro. It would explain, it would explain <laughs> the uh, itsy bitsy uh, hits. Um, hints uh, hits was a slip up right there. That was, a, that was a Freudian slip when I said hits. It would explain the hits. It explain. Uh, our dynamic a little more if you go back and you listen to our previous entries in this video diary uh it's oh, not this it's not really this a, is? Podcast. a video, video this diary is a video, this is my video diary. <laughs> so i can look back and realize where i went wrong in life yes this is my video diary people your video diary <laughs> you've asserted dominance four times Welcome to day six of the captain's log. <laughs> the captain? <laughs> I've been stranded in the ocean. <laughs> <I'm> so sad. <laughs> All right. Um, so if you are new to our podcast, you know by now um, that almost every single episode has something to do with Applebee's. It's a problem at this point. We uh, really we're not this. sponsored by Applebee's. We should be sponsored by <laughs> Applebee's. One of my friends, uh, a good friend, you'll meet him very soon. Uh, he texted me and he goes, uh, you should, are you guys sponsored by Applebee's? Like, what, what's up with that? And I was like, nah, it's just, you know, Applebee's is just good. Um, and if you're new to the podcast, basically we have a tradition that before every single episode of the podcast, me and Francis go out and we eat at Applebee's. We started this tradition when week one of the podcast, 
we had a sponsor. We had a sponsor <laughs> yeah, for the podcast for the first so four weeks. So we were like, oh, well, the podcast will break even. We'll use the sponsorship <laughs> yeah. money each week it's on dinner. Day. Right, we are now out of a sponsorship, <laughs> but continuing our Applebee's. Uh, so our podcast, no point. Is that is, a net loss? It's, it's a huge net loss. Um, the but, company's going under. But who can we blame for this? Nothing. No one but the captain. <laughs> and who's the captain? <laughs> Captain's log, day six. We have filed bankruptcy this morning. I have hired. I've hi- hid most of our assets in the South Caribbean Sea. <laughs> Go find it. Um, but yes, uh, we always, it, it is a true statement. So if, if, um, if you want to um, sponsor our podcast, there's a website. JP, what's that wonderful website? Uh, if you are enjoying our podcast and you want to keep it going, um, either just because you love it or you want to see us start making a video version of the podcast. So there will be an audio version and then you can see our wonderful faces. Please consider to make a financial donation to the podcast to keep it going. Uh, there's several ways you can do that. You can Venmo uh, at Broski Studios if that's easier for you. Or you can go to www.broskistudios.com, hit the three lines on the top of the screen, and then where it says podcast, you go down to support podcast uh, after you hit the podcast page and you support it. It's like a monthly subscription. It's like Patreon. If you've ever heard of Patreon, that's basically uh, what it is. And it helps us keep going and support our Applebee's addiction. And the only other way to support us is just mail us Applebee's gift cards. Uh, P.O. Box 10016, Cranston, Rhode Island, 02910. I'll take those two. He's joking. <laughs> no, I'm not. We do it every episode. <laughs> he is very much serious. <laughs> Please help us break our Applebee's addiction. <laughs> we need help. Um... So, uh, Applebee's gift cards or a financial <laughs> donation to help us keep going uh, would be muchly appreciated, but uh, not necessary. Uh, if you just want to keep listening, listen. Or the greatest gift you could ever do is share the podcast to a friend, a family, a stranger, a homeless gentleman, or um, your your pediatrician. Um, <laughs> Always because maybe we can get some medical advice. <laughs> Uh, so, like I said, most of our podcasts start with a Applebee story. See, that wasn't just a self-promo. It was also a segue. <laughs> a wonderful segue. Um, and that's just because we go every episode, and it's always fresh on our mind. Um, as many of you know, Dory is a recurring character on our podcast. She's been in tons of episodes uh, because she has been our waitress far too many times and is quite subpar at being <laughs> said waitress. Um, but we had a new guy today. Uh, clearly his, he was a new waiter, um, we gotta give him a fake name, so you guys, because we'll probably have him again. Let's call him Steve. Steve, this is this (laughs) man, his name's Steve. And I only call him Steve because of what he did, (laughs) and I just pictured this, like, classic Steve move. Um, so our buddy Steve was our waiter, and it was definitely his first, uh, week, because, uh... We've never seen him before. We've never seen him before, (laughs) and and we know everybody, guys. Uh, we're on a first-name basis with majority of (laughs) Applebee's staff. Uh, but he did indeed offer me a job at Applebee's, which... he definitely does not have <laughs> the, the ability, the authority, or the criteria to hire, <laughs> to be the hiring person. <laughs> I thought you were going to take the job. I thought you were going to, and then I just look at you and go, play our business. And you go, Captain's Log, gotta go. <laughs> I was recently hired at, uh, at uh, Applebee's. Uh, yep. You're supposed to always go down with the sinking <laughs> ship, but I have abandoned the ship <laughs> at 0800 hours. <laughs> um... And because that was because Francis ordered at one point, he ordered um, the triple chocolate cake, which is indeed a menu item. And he insisted that it wasn't a menu item. 
and Francis was like, it's definitely a menu item. And it is a menu item. It is a menu item. It's basically a lava cake, and he insisted yeah. it's called the lava cake, but Francis brings Applebee's. I'm so upset about this, right? Because I'm reading the menu, like I'm supposed to, as a customer, who has nothing else in front of him except the menu. So I look at the menu, right, and I want, like, the lava cake. Yes, I admit, I've seen another place of lava cake, and I look at the picture, and it goes, the triple chocolate dessert. And I look at it, and it goes, the triple chocolate dessert, and it looks awfully like a lava cake. He was awfully rude, but, like, <laughs> yeah. we were close with him, because he goes, he goes, the what? And Francis goes, the triple chocolate <laughs> I, I, cake. Yeah, and he goes, he goes what? The what? And I go, the triple chocolate cake. And he goes, we don't have that. And I go, uh, <laughs> well, on the menu, it shows you have the triple co- chocolate cake. And then, and then he goes, the lava cake? And I go, look, man. You can call it whatever you want. And then he said, Francis goes, the triple chocolate cake. And then he goes, say it with me, the, the lava cake. cake. I go, I'm not going to say it with you, sir. And then JP starts getting involved and goes, yeah, it's a lava cake. And I go, all right, well, me and the menu will just go die in a corner then. Uh, but why he was also quite funny was at one point, I have, yeah. I have this joke that it's a running joke I always have, which is when Francis is of the legal age to drink alcohol, and when he orders an alcohol from time to time, which is not quite <laughs> often, right? He orders an alcohol, and so he orders it. I don't like to feel left out, so I always make the joke, and I go, oh, if you're going to get one, I'm going to get one, right? And reach for my wallet. And then when they go, so you're going to get one? And I go, no. I'm gonna have water because I'm not legal age <laughs> not of drinking, legal but age I like of the alcohol. <laughs> but I like to make the waiter or waitress think I am. So Francis orders one, and then he looks at me, and I go, "Oh, I don't want to be feel left out. I gotta get one too, right?" As my joke, which is always Francis. And no one ever laughs because they don't understand <laughs> yeah, that's the joke. This is not a real joke. And the it's guy, the guy goes, "All right, you want one?" And I go, "No, I'm just gonna stick with my water." So then I say, when JP does this, because again, I feel very uncomfortable that JP does this every time. Um, so I always look at him and. Go and I always look at the waiter and I go, he's not old enough, you know, just a little thing like like he's just joking. But this thing. man had the audacity <laughs> to to respond to he's not old enough with so yeah <laughs> he go literally I go he's not old enough and he goes so and then JP goes JP goes no I'm good and he and the waiter literally in front of his older brother goes looks at him and goes you don't want one are you sure and JP goes no and he goes even if I don't look at that. And like points to the dude's points to JP's ID, and I'm like, what? First of all, I got carded. <laughs> that's that's the first problem. Is I got carded, and he's just giving you alcohol. Like he's just down with it. JP obviously says no because I would have killed him. And the uh, man said, but he asked three times. Like then after I said no again, he was like. Like, you're sure you don't want one? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> man, I'm sure. It felt almost like it was on, like, an episode of, like, what would you do with Josh Gionis? <laughs> Imagine he like, jumps out. I said yes. And he's like, what would you do? You're an alcoholic. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. Roll credit. Like, it felt like an undercover cop situation. <laughs> that that this man was just low on arrest this month. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting that it felt like that to you. Because what it felt like to me was, like, one of those middle school movies they show you. You know, in, like, elementary school where they're, like, you know, uh... Guys, we're all going to watch this video about cyberbullying. And it's like, Caitlin went on Facebook today. Then Caitlin was told to kill herself. <laughs> and, then, and then it just plays sad music. You never had that video? You're looking at me like, I'm strange. No. Really? I've never seen it. I never like got that. Facebook because I was so scared to be Caitlin. 
<laughs> or I don't know if I was more scared to be Caitlyn or the person telling Caitlyn to kill herself. <laughs> I don't know. But either way, I thought it was one of those ads for drugs. And, you know, they always have the other ads that are like, hey, kid, you want the marijuana? And the kid goes, no. And he's like, you're not cool. And then the kid goes, oh, no. And then he smokes crack. Like, every time. You don't have these videos? Did you not watch these? No. I think you missed out on public school. I think it might have been a public school thing. Because I only saw him at public school for those two years I went. Uh, but yeah, it was every video. So I just pictured it one of those videos that JP's getting offered alcohol. And I've just never seen him happen in real life until that. I once got offered... Like, I never got offered alcohol underage. I also never drank underage. And people always look at me and say, oh, that's so weird. But no one in our family has, actually. Uh, drank underage. Because um, it's guys, we don't drink underage. It's stupid. <laughs> just wait. It's it's very simple. Don't yeah. do it. It's not. It's very overrated. And but don't it, do drugs either because yeah, they're yeah. stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, you sound like the middle school ad now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it was just like we never we never drank, so we're just we're just always fine with it. So I never got offered alcohol or anything like that. And like obviously, I look twelve, so I always get carded. And I never also had the, like, the drug experience, like, in the movies, where they're always like, have the drugs. Like, I never got that opportunity. Well, movies make it seem like every yeah, single high schooler every high gets school offered drugs drug. and alcohol. I Maybe I just didn't, maybe I wasn't cool enough. Maybe this is what I find out right now, that I just wasn't cool. Or it doesn't happen. Because it never happened to me. Like, no one would ever, like, hey, man, you want the drugs? I never got off, I never had the opportunity to be the cool kid in the video who goes, no. And all I wanted was that opportunity. Nancy Reagan would be proud of you. That one time when I was, like, t- older, I was, I was, like, 21, I was on a beach, and a homeless man walked up to me, and he goes, hey, man, you want to smoke something? And I guess that was the closest thing to being offered drugs, but he was also a homeless man, and he seemed like he'd been on the beach way too long. So you don't think so he I don't has even, drugs. I don't think he had drugs. I just think we were going to smoke a stick. Like, <laughs> he's just like, I'm good. And he just starts, like, cutting up, like, an actual barked stick. Uh, but, yeah, I never had that. But anyway, I thought it was one of those ads because he really did. I mean, he carded me. <laughs> if he doesn't care, why did he even card me? Maybe me and him just had such an Applebee's connection, you know? He loved yeah, me like, so much. Like, you know it's the lava cake. I can tell. <laughs> and then at one point, our mayor uh, from our city, uh, great man, love the mayor, Mayor Fong, walks oh, in. He's run And Francis, yeah, he's run unimposed like four terms. He's been mayor for 16 years. He's done in two months. But he comes in and Francis goes, while we're at the waiters at our table, and Francis goes, oh my gosh, the mayor's here. Like, we treat him like <laughs> yeah. the biggest celebrity. And he goes, we find it so funny. And this man goes, who? We go, <laughs> the, mayor. the mayor, Mayor Mayor Fong. He's right, he's right behind you. And he goes, never seen that guy in my <laughs> life. <laughs> and I just imagine this man has no voting history. As it's just a hermit. Yeah, I picture like the political leaders don't matter to him. No, the, he's the, like he's like laws. They were just invented. The political leader for him, he's like I've only voted for the Applebee's management. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> they ruled me. But why the mayor comes into this is government. Uh, because the mayor is a uh, person of government. I've always personally wanted to run for mayor. I've always wanted to be a politician. I always and thought stuff. you'd be so good at being a mayor. You think I'd be? I a good think at you'd be so good. You'd be so corrupt, so corrupt, <laughs> like like some weird school system thing. Like like eventually, I don't know. I but I always thought you'd be great at running for mayor. Well, I always thought I would be. Anyways, I'm I'm probably going to run in the future, guys. I'm just giving you a heads up. Like, without a doubt, one day I'm going to run for mayor. And you can mark my words on that. 
and I'll probably lose the first term. Uh, this, but I'll cut <laughs> back in. <laughs> mostly because I will leak the rest of the media. Mostly because my opponent will play this episode of the podcast <laughs> and goes, not even his brother, and torched him. <laughs> and I'll be... And, and at the end, rather than it being like your opponent says, I approve this message, it will be me going, I approve this message. <laughs> You think John Paul would make a good mayor? Well, let's take words right out of his brother's mouth. If you ran for mayor, you'd be the most corrupt mayor of all time. Not even his brother would vote for it. I can just see the commercial now. And then the other commercial was like, he almost had underage alcohol. (laughs) And then they just play the segment. And then they play another one and goes, at one point, he went to SeaWorld. We didn't see that episode of the podcast. I think it's, is that the first or second Second one? episode. Go watch that one. That was really Yeah, fun. go listen to the other episodes of our podcast. Basically, my entire, my opponent will just use the podcast as his entire slander campaign <laughs> towards me and my family. Um, but where government and politicians come in is to play is the biggest politician and the biggest uh, corrupt city in the world. Uh, the, the rumor it happens if you're a Hamilton fan, uh, Washington, D.C., Oh no! Ah <laughs> oh, oh, no! Uh, and uh, Francis, Francis physically can't run for president. I thought I couldn't. If you're not an American, if uh, you're not an American, there's very few requirements to run for president, and I think you should uh, be aware of those. Uh, you have to be born in America. Seems simple enough, you know. American president, you have to have, be born in America. You have to be 35 years old, right? You don't want a 12-year-old being your president. I think that's and you role. can't commit a crime. Yeah. It's just we want a law-abiding citizen, right? Especially, especially the, the, the good thing to live by is never be arrested, especially in the U.S. Capitol of Washington, D.C., especially <laughs> for defacing a monument. Big mis- <laughs> okay. Let me give it to you straight, guys. I don't know if you're from America or you're not from America or whatever. But if you go to America at one point or another, you're probably going to visit Washington, D.C., right? That's our capital. Which, funny enough, Washington, D.C., this has nothing to do with any story. Oh, okay. But it's after, like, uh, after Disney World, Washington, D.C. is my favorite place to visit. Really? I love this. Not mine! I love Smithsonian. <laughs> oh, great! Anyway, so so I so my mother did the dumbest thing, which is bring children to Washington D.C. And the one thing you need to know about Washington D.C. is it is the fakest place in the world. Everything there is a monument. Monument. You'll walk down the curb and they'll be like, that's the place that George Washington curb stomped Abe Lincoln. You're like, I'm pretty sure that couldn't have happened. And they're like, nope, it's true. You drink it in a bubbler. And they're like, uh, uh, President Obama looked at that bubbler once for three minutes. I'm like, he was having a stroke. Like something. <laughs> like it doesn't make sense. They just make things up. They're like, they're like this, this place uh, fought in that one war battle. And, and that's okay. So you bring kids there, right? And a kid does not understand importance of things, right? We don't, we don't, we don't, if you haven't watched the other episodes, you will know I'm a very dumb kid. So I don't understand the importance of anything. So, so our mother brings us to this park, right? Dibby, do you know, (laughs) a park, a park's not the right word for it. A monument. Everything's a monument. Everything's a monument. See, immediately I go, a park. He's like, a monument. Of 
course it's a monument. Well, here, Francis, here's a, here's a little advice on how to tell a park from a monument, right? Ah. If you see a giant marble wall with names engraved on it that says rest in peace, usually it's a stay away zone. Yeah, well, obviously, you've never been in a cemetery. <laughs> anyway, Francis, do you go to a cemetery often? I'm just saying, does that count as a monument? I mean, word of a riot wise, like, <laughs> don't do certain things in a cemetery. <laughs> and well, now this is a whole news story. But anyway, we're going back to the Washington... <laughs> oh, no! We're going back to the Washington, D.C. story. I didn't know. I thought I was in this park, right? And we're in Washington, D.C. in the summer, and, you know, it's it's my entire family. And I'm just so hot. Right? It is so hot outside. And and I just am dying. Now, I'm looking around and I see this man in a pool. Uh, a homeless. <laughs> no, well, we didn't know at the time. I see this man in a pool, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's got it right. He is in a pool. I didn't know there was a pool here. So obviously, I do what every 11 year old kid would do. And takes off his shoes, his socks, jumps in. I'm now having the best time in Washington, D.C. Now, the rest of the family was enjoying the monument. Yeah. At this point, lost track of Francis, who decided to uh, go for a nice, nice evening dip in the pool. <laughs> dip in the old pool. So, now I am having a grand old time in this pool. At this point, I'm starting to hear some gas. It's a, it's a bit weird, right? the, the entire... Have you ever seen, like, a movie where, like, somebody does something and, like, the entire world, like, stops and, like, <gasps> yeah, You know, like, when you're in, like, we're watching a movie about, like, cultures and stuff and, like, I don't know, somebody, somebody from America goes to another country or somebody from another country goes to America and, like, they do something that's so outlandish to those people? That's what ha... I just started hearing gasp and everything. Now, there's enough signs around... I didn't... The pool, in quotation marks. The Francis should have known better. Anyway, I am having a grand time in this pool. And I'm hearing gas. And then I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing some of the best swimming I've ever done, right? I'm going through all the motions. The Michael freestyle. Phelps, beware. Michael Phelps, beware I'm on. I was doing the freestyle, the backstroke, the breaststroke, the frog, the dolphin. I'm having a grand old time, right? Until all of a sudden, mid-wonderful form of my backstroke, somebody grabs my hand. Like, just grabs my wrist, pulls me up, right? Now, I've been kidnapped. I, I know. I know how. I've watched the middle school videos, right? The ones where they're like, they're like, hey, get in the car. And you say, no. And they go, we never heard from Caitlyn again. <laughs> and that's, they're always Caitlyn. I don't know why. But, but that's, that, that's what I thought. I thought it was kidnapped. Pulls me up, right? And all I see is this six foot five police officer. Capital and I'm like, Capital Poli- police. police. And I go, I've been saved. I'm not being kidnapped. Because I didn't think he was going to kidnap me. You know, the police saved me from a kidnapping. Um, he said, what are you doing? And, uh, and, I, and I said what any person would say in that situation. Well, sir, the backstroke. Uh, <laughs> which was not the correct answer. Uh, after, furthermore, he says, you know where we are? And I said, Washington, D.C. And he goes, yes. Do you know what this place is? And I go, no. And he goes, this is a World War II 
monument. No, you're wrong. Is it not a World War II monument? It's the Vietnam War monument. The Vietnam War monument. I am so sorry. The Vietnam War There's monument. There's no pool at the Washington, the World War II monument. Sorry. The, the Vietnam... Vietnam War, War Veterans Memorial. Mon- See, I still won't even know the it monument. It is the Vietnam War Veterans Memorial. It's a pool! And and I am just like... Oh, I don't. And Sorry, goes, I'm a history. I'm a, I'm a history major. <laughs> I just I had like, to. And I was like, "What?" I was like, "Are you guys?" I, I was like, "I was like." Uh, and he goes, "And you're swimming in this monument." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." He, uh, w- well, he was too. And I point to the man, and he goes, "That's a homeless veteran." And I was like. <laughs> Which are the only people allowed. Like, if you're a homeless veteran, do whatever you want as a veteran. And apparently, he wasn't swimming. He was washing off. So, I didn't even get to see him. But apparently, he had, like, basically left and, and was, like, praying in front of the monument. And, um, yeah, I was like, well, I, I didn't see any signs. You know, the classic, like, uh, uh, like, get rid of blame. And he starts walking me around the monument. Where there has to be at least... 65 signs that says this is a monument do not swim do not walk in like there's enough signs right so obviously he's like well okay where's your family right and so so i'm like i don't know i don't know and then so we start walking around and finding him and and we find our family and he 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 says i'm gonna go talk to your mother Right. And I'm scared because I'm terrified of authority. Right. Like, like truly terrified of authority. Like, I have no idea what to do when there's an authority figure. And anyway, so he goes over and he talks to my mom and and they're just having a conversation. I have no idea. Like, I think I'm arrested. I think that, like, everybody from that war is going to come by and just (laughs) just punch me. Like, it was just one good punch, you know, because, like, you just you just don't want to disrespect a monument where people die. And anyway, so, so they were like, they came by and, and the, and the, um, what my mom did, because my mom is a psychopath who believes that I, uh, am, and who knows I'm the dumbest human being decides, you know what I'm going to do, officer, we're going to scare my son. We're going to scare this poor boy even more. So what they concoct is the Capitol policeman will come back and go, look, this is going to go on your permanent record. Which, guys, with permanent le- record in school, I want to give you a lesson right here. A permanent record in school does not exist. A permanent record in real life is just a criminal record. <laughs> yeah. That does exist. Does, I'm thinking it's a criminal record. He, what capital policeman tells an 11-year-old boy this is going to go on their permanent record forever? And then, and then what my mother said was, is you're going to have uh, capital police spying on you throughout the trip. So you need to behave the entire trip or you'll never be allowed back in Washington, D.C. Now, I wasn't planning another trip to Washington, D.C. anytime soon, but I'm terrified that I may be kicked out of the Capitol, which means I'm basically kicked out of the country, right? And this is what my mom thought was a great idea to get her kid to behave, right? So you should have saw me at the Lincoln Monument. I was the most respectful man you have ever met. I started dusting off the stairs. I was like, I was like, Abe, you need anything? I started helping people by telling them facts about the monument. I was like, hey guys, this is a wonderful monument. If you find water nearby, don't swim in it. You know, like just something, anything to like keep me off the radar. And anyway, 
my so so I'm home, right? I, I'm on my we're we're going on our way home, and you know, I'm still scarred because I'm the dumbest kid, and I think this is gonna follow me forever. And and for some reason, uh, my older brother thought, you know what would be even better? If we doubled down on this kid's fear. And I was like, and, and so I'm like, oh man, this is all bad. I can't believe this all happened. And my older brother looks at me and goes, hey, Francis, I'm sorry to hear about what happened. And I said, what? And he goes, well, since you now have a record in Washington, D.C., you're never allowed to be president. Now, up until that point... <laughs> wanted to be president but as soon as i could found out that i wasn't allowed to i thought you know what about time i become a stripper i have no other options in my life because there are two there good are two career <laughs> options president there is stripper. there is a road and a bridge right you meet you meet at an intersection and you're going straight and then the road splits and one says president of the united states of america and the other one says Stripper. <laughs> yeah, and I thought now it's been chosen for me. And, like, to this day, I still hate Peter for this. If you haven't seen my last video, it kind of makes it okay for what I did with that metal pole to him. That was but two, uh, three two episodes, episodes, four episodes ago. <laughs> anyway, wow, time flies. Yeah, it was broken and bruised. That but was he, the episode. He told me that I was not allowed to become president, so I was just so sad. And I remember I, I was back in school, and, like, that really messed up, like, my year. Because... <laughs> Because, like, in class, I just didn't try. I thought there was no point of trying in school. I thought there was no point of doing anything because I could never be president. I have a criminal record. No one's going to hire a person who can't be president. <laughs> You're a felon. Why can't I get a job at Best Buy? Uh, well, I can't be president, so why would they hire me? Because I can hire JP who can be president. So I'm, you know, and, and again, I did not know I could still be president until one day. Where, if you don't know, uh, you probably don't know unless you live in Rhode Island. But we, we have this man in Rhode Island called Alan Sean Feinstein. I'm Alan Sean Feinstein. He is, he is, he had, he was the most baller dude ever, right? <laughs> so he went around for like three years of his life. He's a very rich and very generous man, right? But he went around Rhode Island, our town, our state, for a long time. And for some reason, he thought it would be a good idea that he was just going to give loads and loads of money to schools all over. But all they would have to do is put their name on the name. school, his name on the school. So it'd be like, for example, one of my schools, one of my middle schools, which was a Feinstein school, was, it was Blessed sacrament the alan sean feinstein school and he he did talk like he was, hello i'm alan sean feinstein i loved him right and he would always come on the he would always come on the announcements and he goes see you later crocodile and everybody would yell on the announcements and and oh see you later alligator in a while crocodile and we'd all say it and they're like oh alan and, and basically it was like it was like this thing that he would to encourage kids to be good he would call it the alan sean feinstein club and basically every school in rhode island was part of this alan sean feinstein club and every year these if you were, went to school they would give you a card that in rhode island there's not much to do right you really have the zoo and Mulligans, which is a golf course. Um, and that's really all we have in Rhode Island. Like, if you come to visit Rhode Island, that's where I'm taking you, right? You go to the zoo and Mulligans, which is a, go a mini golf course. And this card that he gave you gave you one free trip to the zoo, 
and one free trip to Mulligan. But, like, there was, like, a fake, like, uh, thing on it, and then it was, like, if you misbehave, you this card does not exist. It, it, like, it's yeah, just yeah, there for was being some, an outstanding Feinstein Junior Scholar. That's what it was called. If you, if you got this card, you were a Feinstein Junior Scholar. So, again, I'm coming off probably one of my worst years ever because I, I'm not trying anymore in school. I'm not trying at home. Like, my mom's like, do my homework, do your homework, and I'm like, homework's for the president. She's, like, so confused. I'm like, uh, she just thinks I have the weirdest vendetta against the president like, as a five-year-old. But anyway, so I'm just, I'm just having the worst year ever, and, and, you know, it's that day of the year where we all have the assembly with Alan Sean Feinstein, and he comes... And, and he comes down, and he's like, guys, you're all awesome. Here's your cards. Remember, you have to be great kids. If you're not, it's no longer valid. And he goes, and I'm looking around this room, and I'm seeing the next doctors, the next lawyers, the next person who's going who's gonna to solve cancer. And I'm looking at the next president of the United States. And I don't know if Peter, my older brother, gave him this script. To just torment me that much more. But immediately once, like I did that because he goes, he goes, look to your left, look to your right. That could be the next president. And as soon as that kid looked to the left and he looked at me and I go, I'm sorry. I will not be your president. (laughs) And the kid next to me must hold that with him every day. Like he must want to know who I am now. Uh, But I, and, and again, I'm thinking nothing of it. So anyway, at the end of the assembly. You know, it's really messing with my head. I'm like, I'll never be president. Like, I don't, this card isn't even going to be valid. I'm going to show it to the zoo and they're going to shred it in front of me. I'm going to give it to mini golf. They're going to hit me with a club. Like something bad's going to happen, right? And, and I'm going, I'm walking out, right? I'm walking out and Mr. Feinstein is shaking kids' hands, you know, just for the pictures. And he's like, I'll see you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile. You know, he's doing that with every single kid. And I'm up next, and I and I look at I look at Mr. Feinstein, and and I and he goes, "Hey," and I and I go, "Mr. Feinstein here," and I give him back his card, and I say, "I've been a bad boy," and he goes, "You know anything? It, like we as long as you talk about it, like anything can be forgiven." Like, and and I and I looked at him and I go. I cannot be your president. And, and I shook the man's hand and I said, See you later, alligator. And I walked away. I hope he talks about that every day. Because he th- I must be the strangest kid he ever met. Because I not only, not only gave him back his card, right? Which is a baller move. Told him I've been a bad boy. Like I'm in a weird film. And then, and then... I told him, I can't be your president, as if he's offered me the job. And then I take his slogan. <laughs> and he didn't say it back because he was so shocked. And I, I've never, I've, he was my hero. And I embarrassed myself so bad in front of my hero. And then eventually I went home and I was like, Mom, Mom, Mr. Feinstein's never going to talk to me again.
<laughs> like, and, and my mom's like, you've been going through some of the weirdest phases as a kid I've ever had. And I was like, I was like, mom, and I tell her everything. I was like, mom, I can't be president. Alan Sean told me that the kid next to me is going to be the next president. And I had to tell him that I can't be. Then I told Mr. Feinstein, I'll see him later, alligator. And I gave him back his card so I can't even go to the zoo this year. JP's going to enjoy the zoo. I'm not as if money isn't also a card. You could use at the zoo. It's only the Feinstein card. And she goes, Francis, Francis, Francis. Me and the Capitol policemen made all that up to make you behave in Washington, D.C. Now, this is a woman who didn't tell us Santa existed because she didn't want to lie to us. Like, she legit goes, Santa's not real, kids. Like, right when we grew up because she said, I don't want to base our relationship off lies. But when it came to... <laughs> when it came, when to, it came to behaving and felonies and capital police, she's fine with lying. I, I ruined a year of my school. I made a fool of myself in front of Alan. <laughs> and this is how she repays me. And she goes, she goes, I made all that up. I, I literally... I literally, <laughs> I looked, I just, I just said, <clears throat> I hate you. And that was the first time I've ever said I hate you and my mother. And somehow I had to apologize in the end because, you know, apparently that's the one thing you're not allowed to say to your mother is I hate you. So somehow she won in the end. But yeah, yeah, she's like, I made all that up. And, uh. If, if people ever ask me today, it's like, hey, Francis, why didn't you go to Yale? Hey, Francis, why aren't you, like, some successful, like, person or, like, the guy who solved cancer? Like, why are you a comedian? Because of this story. Because of the this flippin' story where <laughs> there's some traumas you just can't you come can't, back. You can't buy this! All right, so that, that is our podcast for today. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Once again, if this was your first podcast, um... Hey, uh, we hope you stay around, um, and by staying around, just hit subscribe or follow on the podcast for, if you're on Apple Music, Spotify, Alexa, whatever you're listening to, make sure you, uh, stay in touch by subscribing or following to the podcast, so you'll get a notification, or you'll see every single time we upload an episode, so you won't miss one. Uh, we release episodes Sunday mornings at 6 a.m., uh, and Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, because that's where we live, um... And thank you so much for coming. And if you enjoyed our podcast, once again, make sure uh, to check out either Venmoing us or uh, supporting our podcast so we can keep going. Or as Francis has requested, <laughs> Applebee's, gift cards. Applebee's gift cards to our uh, P.O. Box 10016, Cranston, Rhode Island, 02910. Or if you have anything you want to send us, like uh, fan campaign mail, posters campaign for posters for when Francis becomes president, anything, right? Um, so thank you guys so much for coming. Um, I can't... Oh. Um, and if you don't follow us on our Twitch, uh, Twitch backslash Broski Studios, follow us. We go live twice a week there. Or if you want to support us another way, we have a merch store, uh, which is also at www.broskistudios.com. You just hit the merch tab, uh, and you can get our merch for the, uh, for the podcast or any of our TikTok. And we are on social media, all social medias, uh, at Broski Studios, at Chippy Bree, and at Franchismo10. That's TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Um, and if you guys are also new, we always end our podcast with giving a secret message that you guys, uh, can comment on any of our TikToks, uh, post, 
on our Insta- on your Instagram story, our podcast, to share it out to our friends, because once I said, the greatest gift is uh, telling a friend about our podcast, because uh, we love getting new viewers each and every week. Or tweet at us. We've always said that's the easiest way to get a hold of us. Or join our Discord server. Whatever you want, do with this secret message. And I thought of the secret message, you right? Thought I thought of it, right? The yeah, secret message is, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry, but, but I cannot be your president. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't! <laughs> that poor kid. I hope Alan and that kid go to his partner Monday and go, him too! <laughs> so, on any of our social medias, uh, leave that comment or tweet at us or post on your Instagram story. Do something to let us know that you made it this far in the podcast by letting uh, me and Francis know that you cannot be our president. Uh, thank you guys for Love listening. Guys. I'm Chippy Bree signing off. And I'm Francis. See you guys on Sunday. Not signing off. See, got that. Got that. I always do the thing. I think it's so fun. You, I give you so much. <laughs>